We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, here we are, my friends. Welcome back to another audio adventure here on Insight. I'm Chris Fanfleet. Thanks for being with us on a magical episode. That's right, a magical episode with one of the most mind-blowingly talented performers that I've ever seen. Xavier Mortimer is the headliner at the Strat Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, which is where we did this interview, in person, by the way. We did it before one of Xavier's shows, which is called The Dream Maker. Chances are you've seen one of his videos online. I mean, he's racked up over 5 billion views. Yeah, billion with a B with some of his tricks and illusions. And when you see them, you're just like, how? How, how did he do that? In fact, you might have seen the trick that he did with me that I posted on my Instagram with the necktie. It's un- unbelievable. I still have no clue. No clue how he did this. Speaking of Instagram, you can follow Xavier and see his incredible work. He's at Xavier Mortimer. He also has 3.3 million followers on TikTok. If you're into the TikToking, he's at Xavier underscore Mortimer on there. And I know you didn't ask, but I'm at Chris Van Vliet on the Instant Gram. I'm also at Chris Van Vliet on the Twitters. And I'm at Chris.VanVleet on TikTok. And while we're talking about all this stuff, I'm guessing you already subscribed to my YouTube channel, which is why you're here right now. But I also have a clips channel on YouTube where I've been posting short clips, like some of my favorite clips from some of my favorite interviews. It's called CVV Clips. Very original name, I know. But it'd be so great if you could toss us a subscribe on there as well. Joe Farrow left this review for the podcast that says, best podcast on the planet. Chris, your work is absolutely amazing. My favorite podcast to listen to daily Your kindness to your guests and your positivity is so inspiring. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you so much, Joe. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to leave those kind words on Apple Podcasts. I'm going to keep reading one review out on every single episode. So if you have some free time today or maybe this week or this weekend, it'd be so great. I'd love to read yours on the show. All right. My guest today is so incredibly talented and I was so inspired hearing his story of a guy who was born in France and was obsessed with magic. And look at him now. He's now the headliner of his own show in Las Vegas, and he's gone viral many, many, many times on every single social media platform. What a conversation this is. Please welcome Xavier Mortimer. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for inviting us here. No, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Of course. I've been such a fan of your work for so long. So now to be here in the Strat, chatting with you, about to see your show, this is so amazing. This is, this is great. I mean, I'm glad you, uh, you're here, man. What's so cool about what you do is you blow people's mind every single night with your show. Yeah, this is what we're uh, <laughs> intending to do. And usually it works. We, uh, uh, we make magic happen every night. It's a challenge because you have to make sure that every trick is going to work every day. Yeah. And um, we just opened. We have a bunch of new illusions that come from uh, what we've been doing on social media. Um, so it's, it's really fresh and exciting. So we're very happy with the show now. You know, you're impressing people every single night. And I'm so curious to know, what impresses you now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so many things that impress me every day. You mean magically? Both. I mean, I feel like when you've done some of the things that you've done, regular life might just seem kind of boring now. <laughs> no, I enjoy little things too, and travel and uh, uh, adventures, you know. So uh, there's many things that I, that I really enjoy. I'm just, uh, this is my project being in Vegas. And Having that show every night, it's, it's, a, it's a big uh, project, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned social media and you've blown up over this last year. Was it 5 billion views across all yes, the platforms? Yes, 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 yes. That might be the real magic right there. Yeah, I, I had no idea that would happen. Um, we got stuck at home. One day I just received a notice from the theater that said, hey, we're not going to perform anymore because of uh, COVID. So this is like right at the start of this, like yeah, last March. And I... I already had started a little on TikTok, you know, here and there, little short videos that was working. And a friend of mine called me and said, you, uh, you should work on longer video. He's uh, an influencer. And uh, he's like, yeah, produce longer videos. Try that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I've got all the time in the world now. <laughs> yeah, we all do. So, yeah. um, I started producing them. And it was, I mean, we, I had a month where I was like, kind of looking for things, you know, and trying to uh, find my my marks. And after that, video, videos started to blow up one after another. And I was like, whoa, 300 million views, 200 million. Oh whoa! Yeah. I've never seen that. To me, a, a hit on YouTube was 1 million views, you know? Sure. And I was like, you got 300 million views on that one? Yeah. And that was unexpected and that, that was amazing and also keep doing what you love while everyone's shut down you know it was uh, a blessing yeah well I mean everybody had their phone in their hand yeah. pretty much permanently over the last year because you couldn't go out for a yeah. long time yeah yeah what was the one video that really started to springboard things for you and really took off so I um, there's there's many steps I would okay. say but the one that really blew up was the one where I was on, against the wall and they smashed boxes under me yeah you were levitating yeah and it was it went everywhere everywhere everyone called me everyone saw it I went to the dentist they saw it I went to the <laughs> pharmacy they saw it they said, oh you're the guy and everyone saw that video yeah. right? and um, it, it had like I'd say all combined, like probably 400 million views or something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And uh, starting that point, I, I didn't know what to expect when I created the, that video. For me, it was just a video like every other video. It was yeah. just me trying to have views on, on social media and create something interesting. And uh, when, I when you pose that, you have no idea what's going to happen. Sure. And suddenly that video blows up and you're like, oh, I might have found something. And... I figured out that 
I was doing basically producing a, a grand illusion for a short three-minute video, yeah. which no one would have ever done because it's too expensive, it's too much risk. And, you know, so I uh, called my uh, friend Joaquin Ayala, with who I work and who builds a lot of things for me, uh, said, Joaquin, we need to build more grand illusions for social media. It seemed that people want to see that on social media. Yeah. And we might have found something. So the next day we did the jump rope and then we did uh, other things. And every... Every video was averaging 100 million views. Oh my gosh. That was crazy. Yeah. So it was uh, it was just uh, a trip, you know, and we discovered, like, it's like you 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 have something, you hang on to it and you, you keep, and even now uh, we've reopened the show. So I'm, I've been pretty busy, but I'm still producing. We have a video in the desert that's going to come up uh, where I'm levitating on water jets. Um, and, and it's... It's still now I'm keeping that wave, riding that wave where you produce a, a grand illusion and for social media. And because no one has done that before, people are like, oh, what's that? I've never seen that here. Great. And now you have something, you know? Yeah. Do you find that you'll have a video that does okay on TikTok, but blows up on yeah. Facebook or Instagram? Definitely. Like, definitely. And you're surprised that like, why isn't this taking off on all platforms? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a different audience depending on the, the platforms. I'd say uh, Facebook has a more uh, an older audience than TikTok, for yeah. example, and YouTube. So you have to kind of make things different. I kind of, uh, sometimes I refilm twice my illusions, twice my things to just put it on TikTok. Mm. Like we say, okay, let's do a one minute version of that trick uh, or a three minute or a five minutes because you want to you wanna get it out. Or if I have the vision of it, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah but I can cut here and here and it's going to work on TikTok. Yeah. So you don't want to, like, the nature of the illusion has to still work because the way you build an illusion is is what makes the spectator believe in the magic. So you can't just cut, you know, you have to, you have to like reformat your illusion. And if it means like filming twice, you have to do it. And yeah. it's really hard. <laughs> Trick or illusion? Is it just semantics? Are they the same thing to you? Because some people get really, you know, like, yeah. some people, like they are not tricks, they're illusions. Yeah. It, uh, Same to you? No, an illusion is something that you believe is something uh. Uh, and it's not. Yeah. Uh, which is the basic of an optical illusion. Yeah. And a trick is more like me telling you, like, hey, look. <laughs> oh, so you're saying they're two different things. It's it's yeah it's basically the same the same ending it's yeah. the, the the to produce magic but uh, I think the trick is more like uh, something that is talked and I'm, I I bring your mind somewhere mm -hmm. where the illusion is more about optical and uh, you see something and you it's not what you see that mm. you see <laughs> mm. if we take this way back what was the first trick that you learned oh and how old were you yeah <laughs> I uh, it's funny because I uh, yeah it's that's a funny story, actually. I um, I was fascinated by magic, but I couldn't find anything. I I come from the south of France, and there was no books. No, we didn't have internet. It was in in the nineties. Um, so I dis I wanted to do magic. I wanted to do magic so bad that I would invent anything to do magic. Mm. So I, I would take a card and basically say, "Hey, look over here," and up the card as this. And you know what? It's funny because I invented my own way of doing magic without knowing anything. And people were still like, I didn't have the technique or anything, but there was something that was magical. They, they, they were like, oh, how did you do that? You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. It's like, 
oh, I can't believe I created that moment, that magical moment without knowing anything. And then, yeah, I learned in the books and everything. So, yeah. So how old were you when you discovered that you loved magic and you were passionate about um, it? 13, okay. 12, 13, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then did you realize at that moment, like, this is what I'm going to do. I want to be a magician. I didn't know I could be a magician. Huh. Yeah, I, I had no idea until I was like 20 or something that it could be something you could live off. I come from uh, uh, the countryside and you have to have a regular job and stuff. And uh, I was like, when I was 20, I got my degree and I was like, okay, magic seems to work for me because people were offering me money and contracts. And I was like, oh, that that's great. Let's do it for a couple of years and then I get a, a real job. <laughs> 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 and, and here I am. <laughs> what, what kind of jobs did you have before you were a magician? I was, um, so I studied, uh, uh, I was a guide in mountains. I studied environment. So I was uh, bringing people and uh, showing them nature and stuff. Yeah, that was my thing. What? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's amazing. That's so cool. It yeah, seems so, so different from what you're doing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing trick with, uh, with uh, flowers and leaves when I was bringing the people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is it about magic that I feel like it brings people together? Yeah, it's like every art, you know, it's yeah. fascinating, it's different and people are, they, it touches people so they want to see something and, you know, it's that's what I'm saying. Like, I remember I was in that uh, cabin in the mountains in one of the excursions one day and I no one knew I was a magician. And I did a trick with my arms where the arm rotate like 360. Yeah. Without saying I'm a magician, I said, oh, I've got something and everyone's so fascinated and everyone looked at me and... And everyone suddenly gathers because there's something unusual, extraordinary. And that's the, the magic of, of, of the magic, you know? And yeah, I yeah. never told them that I was a magician. Huh. <laughs> I think that, like, obviously people can learn how to do a trick, but I think it takes something to learn how to be a showman. So how do you, like, start to learn, like, the showmanship around it? Yeah, you just do it. Really? Just go for it. I, yeah, I, I, I was super shy and... Uh, I just went on stage. I just did my thing and I, I had like shaking and stuff. And the more you go, the more you do it. It's just, just do it. Showman. It's, you have to be likable. You have to like, uh, drag people. You have to get their attention. Yeah. You have to be passionate for that. But, uh, it's just you being on stage should be just like, just go and give everything you have. And uh. I've, I started being on stage when I was 20 and I've never stopped. I don't know why. It's just my thing. I, I love being on stage. I love uh, uh, putting uh, smiles on people's face, you know. Do you get nervous before going out every night? Um, not anymore. It's a different kind of like, I've got the energy of like, I'm super focused before a show. Like yeah. three minutes before a show, you don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, I used to be to have that bad energy of like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and it 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 affected my career because I mm. messed up big events because of that. I mean, you learn; we've all messed up. Uh, but today, I I harness this energy and I'm like super focused in my thing, and there's mm. no stress anymore. It's just me like giving it all. I change. It is. It is not the Xavier that you're talking anymore. Yeah. It is the guy who's on stage. <laughs> oh. So what's your like daily routine look like? Do you, do you meditate? Is that part of your daily routine? <laughs> Something like that? Yeah, I float when I meditate. <laughs> I feel like you could float all the time. <laughs> yeah, right? 
No, yeah, yeah. Meditation is really cool. Um, I, I've done that more and more in the past years because it resets everything. But I work a lot. I wake up super early and write uh, my videos and stuff. Mm. Um, and then I work on the show and then I do the show. And <laughs> it's just not ending, but it's so fun. You know, it's yeah. really a good job. <laughs> so where do you find your inspiration now? Yes, that's a good question. Yeah. I'm always looking for, and sometimes you know you're like, damn, I've I put all my ideas out there. What what can I do? Hey, you call people. Hey, I'm looking for ideas. If you have something, any illusion, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to. I can help you. We can we can work together. And but in the end, you know, you see, it always comes back. Yeah, you take a week off, and you just and your brain come, comes back like, oh, I could do this and that and this and that. So uh. you have to reset and also change. Like I was talking to um, uh, the, 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 my associate who's working with me a lot, uh, Ayala, who's building things. He, I, 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 I talked to him, he said, you should do, you've been flying so much. <laughs> <laughs> you should stop flying, he said. But he said, try to do escapes now. Oh. And I was in the theater school in uh, in Paris, and I had always this like because I have this like little uh, uh, kid's face, and I always played the 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 uh, the guy who is like uh, so like uh, how to say like uh, Piero, you know, like the the guy who's uh, um, always amazed by everything. Oh, okay, in life yeah, like childlike wonderment, uh, yeah. Chaplin, you know, oh, like okay. oh, you know, yeah, this, yeah. this kind of character. I was always uh, playing that kind of character. And my teacher was like, now you're going to play the bad guy. I want to see the bad I want to just scratch, put everything you have into the trash and I want to put yourself in danger. And that's why I think you have to do when you are um, uh, a creator, you have to change completely. And I remember I did a thing with darts where I was um, throwing darts uh, on a spectator's hands, uh, blindfolded. <laughs> and that's totally not me. I'm the guy who flies. Yeah. And some people, friends of mine say, oh, that's funny. I, you do danger magic now. Uh, I, I, it's, it's, it's interesting. I've never seen you do that. But to me, it was such a good exercise to be like, push myself to do something totally different and do like, yeah, I can do it. How do I stay uh, true to myself doing something that I totally have never done? Yeah. Because, you know, you can fly once, twice, three times, and then people, they get bored and it's like, yeah, that's the guy who flies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. But so for you, when you're, when you're learning a new illusion, a new trick, what is it from start to finish in the timeline? How long does it take from the conception of the idea till you're ready to do it in front of an audience? Uh, it depends. Some some take like a week and some like, poof, we've spent months. Really? Yeah, even I would say years, yeah. Years? Yeah, there's tricks in the show that I'm putting, uh, that you will see tonight. I'm still talking to the people. I talk to them in the morning, say, we need to change that and this because we want to have 100%. We want to have that working every night. This button cannot be here because there's a possibility that this, you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's um it's and today just now I just was uh, fixing a thing on an illusion that uh, I saw was a little hitch. There's a uh, there's act that I've been doing for 20 years. Yeah, 20, yeah. Wow. And and there's an act it's not a magic act, it's a juggling act which is going to be uh, one of the highlights highlight of the show tonight. Um I've done it since I was like 15 maybe oh my gosh and it's really old that's my oldest act yeah and 
three months ago or two months ago, after making that trick happen for 20 years and more, I decided to change the whole thing. <laughs> what? And it's amazing. We, <laughs> you'll see it tonight. You'll okay. see the act. Yeah. But I changed the whole the, the whole concept of the act. Why? Because because you always has to push yourself. Because, I love this. Yeah. Yeah. You want and, to be pushing yourself yeah, forward. Yeah. And you know, better. I've seen I've seen performers like going on stage and like kind of muscle memory and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And I pushed myself to improve that act. And right now, you'll see tonight if I succeed in that act because of course there's a lot of risks every night uh, sure. involved but if I do it right this is probably the biggest applause of the uh, the show the show because I pushed and pushed and pushed and I did that act probably I would say and I'm not lying probably seven or eight thousand times minimum wow yes I've done it this is my act that I have every, every time like I'm doing something this is really strong it was strong but now it's very strong because my director, Alex Good, who is um, uh, producing the show, he said, ah, you should change, you should have some lights and do that. Like, ah, and you know what? My first reaction was like, nah, it's working, you know? Mm -hmm. And I kind of put it in the corner of my head and I did, okay, I make some phone calls. Do you have that prop? Do you have that thing? Can we have something here? And the guy's, yeah, you could. Okay, send me that. And I, I work on it and it works. It it's improving my act and by saying okay to my uh, director yeah. and it put me in danger it put me at risk because I was like so easy that's my trick sure don't don't touch it because if you touch one finger it's gonna mess up the trick and I I take that risk I took that risk and it's paying off so I'm trying to for every trick every magic trick or every act that I do always uh, remember that is nothing is granted. There's always, you can add a joke, you can add a visual effect, you can make the magic cleaner. That's always what I'm looking for. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Is there a chance that when you go on stage that a trick might not work? Oh, yeah. Has this happened to you? Many times. No. Yeah. But you can pull it off and the crowd probably doesn't even know. 
So, I mean, I hope they won't know, but some tricks can be messed up in a big way where people will obviously sure. see and know. And I'm not the only one. I believe if a magician tells you that he succeeds in his tricks every day, he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the goal is the people, the audience, to not to know. So first, the goal is to not to miss. So yep. you have backups and plans and contingencies and stuff. But if it messes up, you just go for it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Not a trick, but what would you say has been your biggest setback in your career? Um, I think my biggest setback was... Uh, it was to say no, actually. I... It, it was... So when I was uh, starting my career... I'm a live performer. Mm -hmm. And to me, TV, TV at the time was kind of like, uh, I don't know, you know, it's dangerous. What are I going to... Like I was in France, Got Talent. This is where I met Alex Good. Yeah. And um, he became my manager after that because he was hosting the show. Uh, I I said no to that show. You said no to France, Got Talent? Yes. Huh. For like three or four years. Wow. Because I had something in my head. I was like, no, this is the way I should perform my magic and one day I, you know I'm, less, I'm listening to people around me and one day there's this guy he's an older guy he said if you go to France Got Talent you're gonna kill it mm. I was like oh it's not for me they want a two minute thing they were this you know that was, that was like 10-15 years ago and I got to the finals so that's amazing you have to like, like I said you have to of course you're putting yourself in danger but only if you put yourself in danger, you can win. And I have failed a lot. <laughs> but I, in the end, I win because I have uh, this room here in Las Vegas because I've been on TV more than many magicians because I have more followers than many people. Mm -hmm. And this is it. And same thing for social media. Yeah. I learned how to not to say no because when I started social media, people were like, no, you know, you can't present magic in a good way on social media. You cannot do this way, you cannot do this way, you can because magic has to be presented that way. Mm -hmm. But making people believe in magic is not about like the trick that you do, it's about who you are and yeah. what you make them feel. So I was like, the more I grew up, the more I was like, yeah, let's just try it. And you know what? I might fail miserably and a lot of people are going to laugh at me, but in the end, I might be uh, the best at what I do. Oh, I love that so much. Is your goal to be the best magician in Las Vegas? <laughs> Is it to be the best performer, the best show in Las Vegas? What is it? Well, my goal is to sell tickets first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good goal. Whether I'm the best or not, I just want to bring people in that room. Yeah. And if it goes by, we want that best award or I'm the most followed magician, that's part of the game of Which the Which you are market. both, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and this, is why we, this is how we market the show. But in the end, it's how I touch people every night, how I make mm. them smile, how yeah. they're going to respond and how I'm going to uh, bring them into my world every night. So yeah, being the best is part of the game. <laughs> I really hope uh, people think that I'm the best, but you know, it's to uh, everyone's uh, appreciation. <laughs> I mean, that's the great thing about magic. Magic is about like the feeling behind yes. it. I'm really curious uh, how you were able to connect with Jason Derulo because the, the videos you guys have done blew up. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Jason is, uh, first, he's a great artist. Yeah. He's uh, very creative and extremely talented. 
he reached out to me uh, by Instagram after my wall video on the boxes. Okay. So that's the one that like got me all the gigs and all the, everything. And he's like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool what you do. And I was like, really? You're saying that to me? <laughs> Who, who's that? What, me? that? Me? Like the, me? Okay. 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 Great. Thank you. <laughs> like we should collab. I was like, okay. Uh, well, great. And I'm going to Los Angeles uh, uh, two weeks later and, and I'm telling him like, Every step was like, should I write to him? I'm going to Los Angeles. Eh, okay, sure. That's right. And and then I go to Los Angeles for something else. And I say, hey, I'm going to be in LA. Hey, come to my place. We're going to do something. What do you have? Uh, okay, so I've got this and this and that. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. And and then he, we just filmed like three, four hours uh, at his place. And he had people edit and, and put the videos together. Amazing. And he did some tricks too. <laughs> yeah, I, I taught him uh, some little things and he was really fast to learn. That was great. <laughs> oh my gosh. And he was, I mean, he's crushing it on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, you know, that was able to help you get a lot more eyeballs on your stuff too. Yeah, of course. And yeah. it's such a great honor for me to be associated to artists like that. You know, yeah. he's amazing. And I, I wish I want, I mean, now I, I'm stuck with the show but I want to go back to LA more and uh, do more collabs. Uh, we were planning actually on doing more collabs, but with this, the world stopped when we came into that room. Yeah. It was 16 hours a day, nonstop. No way. Yeah. Are you, and you're performing like every night. Every night, yeah. yeah. When do you get time off? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying during the day. Usually when you do that, you perform at night and you have everything ready and during the day you kind of relax. But right now, because it's just so new I'm here you see I'm here early I was fixing yeah. little things every day there's a little thing that I need to fix and you know the show takes time to pr to produce but what takes more time is everything that goes wrong because mm. like doing my magic it's an easy thing but <laughs> for you it, yeah but it's like reviewing every little thing that can go wrong and how what do I do when it goes wrong I have literally like 25 escape plans. If something goes wrong, we have pre-recorded wow. videos. We have uh, a trick that I can do, which I'm still setting up. I'm going to set up tomorrow. We have spares. We have, yeah. This. Wow. So you, you try to you try to make it tight, you know, because everything can happen. But um, other than that, uh, it's just uh, me coming into the show and do that. So I want to focus my uh, attention, my 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 attention onto producing more video and more content on social media. You've mentioned some of your failures. You've mentioned a lot of your successes. <laughs> do you think you've learned more from your failures or from your successes? Well, uh, both, huh? both. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. The failure is gonna. I mean, it's really hard to take. You know, I I remember one of the biggest like crush it was um, I, I was on that French TV show uh, Le Plus Grand Cabaret du Monde which is a very popular TV show it's like it was the biggest variety show in France wow and the, the guy is amazing he he called me like four or five times on his show for me to perform my act one day I messed up my, one day my, my act was not good and I come to the room and my name disappeared from the dressing room the next day oh and I saw that and my heart like stopped. Sure, yeah. And to me, I would remember that moment all my life because I was like, oh, I, but I was not prepared. I, 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 I did something that was not right. I tried my best, but I, I was not right in my choice of what to perform. 
the guy, the, uh, the, the host called me back uh, three months later to do another act. So he was not upset. Yeah. But that day, uh, I was like, yeah, make better choices and, and make sure you're good. And, and, and that's fine. Thing is, I don't stop with that. I just move on. And you see, I was back on the show three months later. So wow. I took a risk. I just yeah. took her and look, uh, the this uh, there was a fight two days ago in Vegas, and the guy broke his ankle. Uh, yeah, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Yeah, right. And 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 everyone can fail, and and it's okay to fail. Yeah, it's not a life or death matter. It's just that if you don't fail, you will not succeed. Oh, that's so good. I think so many people get comfortable, right? I think yeah. they go, I am so used to doing this thing at this mm -hmm. time. I don't want to step outside of this because I know the results here. I love yeah. that you're willing to go, I want to go beyond that. I want to push myself. I want to just constantly be getting better and better yeah. and better. Yeah, that's that's the idea. I uh, I learned that throughout my life. It was not granted, you know, when you're 20, you're like, what can I do with my life? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was, I was lucky enough to past that thing that says you're comfortable enough in your life. You, I, I had the gigs. I had people liking me and calling me and saying, you can't do that. And little by little, you grow up. And instead of staying here, like a big, a big moment in my career was Cirque du Soleil. Mm -hmm. I was part of Cirque du Soleil for three years. I was hired as an act for Cirque du Soleil. This was the Michael Jackson show. Michael Jackson show. Yeah. They called me. I was touring with my show in France. I was making good money. I had my own crew. I We had like a, two uh, sets of shows touring all over the France. I just was on France Got Talent. Everything was booming for me in France. Cirque du Soleil calls me, you have to go to Vegas for six months. You forget about France. It was one year actually. Hmm. Took me a, a month and a half to decide what to do. Wow. <laughs> because I yeah. was comfortable. I was good with my life. I had my friends and I didn't want to hurt anybody, you know? And I talked to a lot of people until I talked to my producer. And everyone wanted me to stay. I mean, a lot of people said, oh, you really, you're going to go to in America? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I didn't want to go because I, I, my heart was here with my friends. We had a good time. It was great. We were, we were successful. Yeah. And my producer, he passed me on the shoulder and said, I'll see you when you're back. Uh. And I was like, wow. And I knew that guy was about to open a show for me three months later and he had to like review his whole plans and find another artist and he's the one who was losing his little horse you know and, yeah. and he said just just go because this is good for you and I will see you when you get back and I will never forget that and of course I stayed much more than a year and I'm still <laughs> in contact with them but I promise you that when I go back to France those people are going to work with me we're going to do something together because I owe them that I owe them the fact that I grew up, because who knows, if I stayed in France, I would never have had my own show in Vegas, blew up on social media, all these opportunities that I yeah. had here. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you had stayed in France, none of this would have happened. None of this. That, and that's the thing that always blows me away with anybody who's a high achiever, like you, a high performer, where it's like, it's the little decisions that you make in your life yes. that you can look back at in hindsight and go, that, that changed my life. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have to, you have to go for it and take a risk. And, to be honest, even being with Cirque du Soleil, I sometimes I was like, oh my, what am I doing here? What, why did I, you know, and... Mm. Is it because you wanted to be the star of the show? 
I mean, I had a good position. Have you seen uh, the show? Yeah. MJ, MJ1? I mean, you're, you're a big part of the show. It was a big one. So. But this show has your name on it. This show has my name. It's not about that. I'm not looking for that, especially. I'm looking for uh, being better at, at who I am mm -hmm. before being a big star. Um, but it was more uh, the creative process, you know, with Cirque du Soleil. It was really tough because from being that performer in the theaters in France to being a, an act in Vegas on a 12, uh, no, it was 2,000 seats room twice a night, mm -hmm. three, uh, 500 shows a, a year. Yeah. It's a very big difference because yeah. now you have to get there. You have to go boom, boom, boom. You have to, you can't like be uh, smiling at the people and say, hey guys, what's up? No, no, you have to have your three minute act and it's perfect from, from A to Z, you know? And it was really tough. They asked me to cut and put back and cut and put back. And then I, uh, I put ideas and I was great. The process was great, but so emotionally like uh, intense. Uh, sometimes they sometimes they said, oh, uh, I, I went with that uh, uh, flying microphone. And they said, uh, one morning I just put a string on something and make something fly. And they were like, that's amazing. He's putting in the show. And I was like, wow, I'm the king of the world today. <laughs> but the next day I had a joke in my act, a visual gag, and they say, oh, you know, that might be offensive for some people. We need to cut that. And I was like, no, I can't. And I have to go back to France because I was so, uh. but in the end, it was amazing. Yeah. I, 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 do you look back at everything you've accomplished now and go, <laughs> can't believe this. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And then you're, I mean, you're still obviously looking forward too, though. Yeah. Do you think the show that we see here tonight would be the same show that we would see six months from now, a year from totally now? Totally nuts. So it's always evolving? Yeah. It's mostly now. This is the beginning. Right now, the show is just that the early stages, we're still tightening things. In six months, you will have a show that goes like much faster. And uh, I'm not saying it's, it's bad. It's, it's a good show now. Yeah. But it's going to evolve in the next, uh, I would say, maybe month. Okay. Yeah, wow. big time, yeah. When you tell people what you do for a living, like if you're sitting next to someone on a plane and you yeah. tell them what you do for a living, yeah. do they immediately go, show me a trick? Exactly. And, and do you have one that's ready to go? Sometimes, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like do you have a deck of cards on you at all times? Uh, yeah, I've got better than that. Okay. Uh, you <laughs> you want to see a trick? No, no. We, 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 can, we can do that after, but uh, I'm sure. just curious. Yeah, like, I've got, uh, I've got, I've got my two or three little impromptu things that I can do. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's so, this has been, this has been amazing. And I love your mindset. Uh, I'm very inspired when I hear that type of conversation. So thank you for that. No, thanks for it. I, uh, I end every conversation with the same question mm -hmm. because I start and end every day with gratitude. I say out loud three things that I'm grateful for. Okay. So I end every interview with that. So what are three things in your life that you're grateful for right now? Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, grateful. Um, I don't know. I'm just grateful in general. There's, there's nothing in this. Every, everything is just, uh, how, what, what could I be grateful? I'm grateful I'm healthy. That's a good one. That's Especially right amazing. Now. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Especially right now. I think this is the most important thing. You have like... When I'm when I feel down, it's really like you can't do anything. It's health health is the most important. I'm grateful I'm healthy, and I'm grateful I have uh, people around me that are supporting what I do. And uh, I'm grateful I have a show in Vegas. Yeah, 
<laughs> and I'm grateful for you, my friend. Thank you so much you. for your interview. This Thank was you so great. Time. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, there we go. A magical conversation with a truly inspiring human being. Thanks to Xavier and also to the Strat for having us in Vegas. I can't recommend his show, The Dream Maker, enough. There was, there was at least a dozen times during the show, and the show's 75 minutes in length, but there was at least a dozen times where my jaw was just wide open and I'm going, eh, how? Wow, what? This, this is sorcery. <laughs> Go find Xavier on social media and prepare to have your mind blown. Share this episode with someone who loves magic. Take a screenshot, tag us. He's at Xavier Mortimer. I'm at Chris Van Vliet. And I'll leave you with this quote from the great Harry Houdini, who says, and this applies to everything in life, never tell the audience how good you are. They will soon find out for themselves. Be great. Be grateful. We'll see you on the next one for some more insight. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.